That's that's how you draw in your audience, Jared. Is you, you count in numbers in different languages. No. That's how uh, you know it's a perfect untranslatable song. Two languages in the same song. I think there's three. I think they they might even. Uh, you actually you might be start right. Start up in the beginning. Well, welcome back, Jared. Happy to Thank have you. you back here. Thank and, you. Uh, we're excited to start up with episode 256. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, representation of. Uh, different people in uh pop culture and this is not only movies but uh could span any anywhere to marketing uh music yeah. you know what have you so uh we're looking That's forward true. to it on a relaxing uh kind of chilly saturday here in uh michigan and uh how, how do you feel about uh winter coming up pretty soon jared it's around the um, it's basically kind of here really we're i'll say this I, I look forward to winter more during a pandemic because i think the older i get the 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 less interested i am i am in winter i'm gonna be completely honest with you like it seems so um, not unnecessary obviously we need winter but i don't need to be exposed to it Mm. so (laughs) like it's not the cold is it the snow yeah it's not even that i can't handle it because i'm so used to it it's been i've lived in cold places my whole life it's just like i don't need this in my life though right it's like i can do it but I don't need this in my life. And, you know, I really, where I, for, where the first corner turned mm-hmm. was um, 16 years old of starting to hate winter. And you really? probably know why. Uh, is that when you moved back to Michigan? No, because 16 is when you start driving. Oh, and, oh duh. And, well, in the States, it's when you start driving. And, and driving, in, in like... That kind of takes all the joy out of winter. Although I will say this, I do have winter tires now, and I, driving I in the snow like is no driving. longer terrifying. I kind of like driving in the winter, but yes, you do have to be careful and you have to be smart about it. Yeah, it, I mean, it it just seems it's just it's yeah, it's just annoying. I've always had like small cars and stuff, mm-hmm. and so it's usually just been annoying. But now I have winter tires, as I've said. So actually, I actually I take You've that back. You've been whipping that thing. So th- th- granted, we've had no snow, but there's no. We've um, had a little bit of snow. Yeah, but I didn't drive that day. Okay. There's no. Um, also, the joy of working from home. <laughs> exactly. Not having a commute. Really. Well, that's why I'm saying this is when I look forward to winter mm. because visually, uh, like I like the mood that winter puts. Uh, well, I don't not at the mood. Uh, uh, and my partner would not agree because she has seasonal effectiveness disorder a little bit mm. so like she doesn't really enjoy like obviously getting dark early sucks I don't like that but I like yeah. like I like the like the during the day mood especially if there is like snow outside and it's snowing and you can look out the window at the and snow it's beautiful yeah seeing the snow peaceful we, we had it I forget what day it was and we had some giant snowflakes that were coming down mm-hmm. and that yeah when you're like sitting inside and it's nice and warm and cozy yes you got your robe on maybe I no, I coffee. don't have any. I don't have to go anywhere. Right. It's not like all right. Now right. in a bit, I'm gonna have to put on boots. I'm gonna have to go wipe off my car. I'm gonna have to turn it on, let it sit for a bit, so uh, the ice or whatever will go. And it's like that stuff is just like I don't need that in my life. I feel like. Okay. And so, uh, and so, I, I think I'm I'm losing interest in winter. Well, I think Jared, what you're telling me, or at least what it sounds like, is you just need to. Uh move to an island where you can just be chilling <laughs> on a beach sipping some nice uh, cocktails yeah. Uh, yeah. enjoying the sunshine i think it's tough you know to sustain a a, a desk job on a, in, in in a lot of islands you know uh right and i don't know how good the internet connection is <laughs> there either so that might be an issue too if you're still 
obviously working <clears throat> virtually. So, so dude, um, I, one of my favorite things to do is just keep you informed of what's happening on social media. Mm-hmm. I've, I, you, you, you honestly are probably less informed about what's happening on social media than my parents. Probably. And yeah, it blows maybe. my mind. <laughs> just live in different lives, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes I'm jealous of you, and sometimes I'm like, this but guy needs to know. But you're not on Facebook. Yeah. So there, I see a lot of things on Facebook that, but that might have some overlap see, to what you see on Twitter. Maybe is there a, there's there's but it, it, is there a lot of news on it's on all Facebook? Connected. I feel like there's a lot more people giving their opinions. I mean, obviously yeah. there's a lot of opinions on right. Twitter and stuff, but there's a lot more just like posts of articles mm-hmm. or like a section where you can easily see like trending. You know. Right. Right. Well, I I don't I try. I go on Facebook to get in contact with people. Usually. So you never you you don't scroll through Facebook. I, I try not to. That's why I deleted it off my phone. Mm-hmm. Was so I wouldn't. That's, that's why what, I deleted it. Exactly. It's like listen, I already have Instagram and Twitter, and right. Facebook is. I admit that I'm addicted, but I can also admit that Facebook is adding nothing to my life. Mm. And see, that's the thing. Although I me, miss the pictures, kind of. Okay. Yeah, the, the pictures can be nice for me. It's like I, that was the most. I don't have any pictures of myself now. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No. I should have downloaded them or something. I think you could do that. I'm just like, all right, I deleted it. And I was like, all right, now I have like 12, like 100 pictures on my phone. 10 of them are my, have my face in it, and that, that's it. So, Well, I will, uh, <laughs> I'll have to search through my Facebook and find all the ones I can find of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I probably have a couple good ones. From I actually probably have most of the ones of you and I just because we that's do this true. podcast together. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Yeah. The pictures are nice. I, I like it just to still stay in touch with people. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I've been in touch with all sorts of people that, yeah, I mean, that I could, sense. in theory, I could email them, but like, it's just different. Yeah. You know, email is different. You got to, it's, it's just, for some reason, Email seems like more work. You got to put like dear blah blah blah, mm-hmm. uh, kind Sincerely, regards. <laughs> I saw a funny meme. It was like all the different uh, salutations on an email. Best it was like which one was like the chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think the chaotic evil was Chow, which I'm kind of like, well, that's a little rude. What if you're just Italian? Well, yeah, my boss actually does that. Some sometimes actually, uh, my boss, I love this. He'll, he'll um. Like reply to an email with grazie instead of saying yes. thank you, and I'm like, oh, I love that. Yes. I love that. I bet, and I was, and and I also thought to myself, I was like, I bet other people love that too. Yeah. Well, I I say danke when I when I correspond with any German faculty at okay. my university. I I say danke or he, he also says bravo. That's fun too. He's nice. like bravo. Well, he can get away with it. You <laughs> yeah. know, being Italian, I think it's a little different. <laughs> like if if it would be I mean, so I can't, right. I can't pull it off for right. sure. Right. Bravo. Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. I mean, you can. It sounds, say, it sounds good. Though. It sounds like mocking, though. I feel. Like. Does it when you maybe say everything it. I say sounds mocking? Maybe. Hey, so oh, I brought up the social media thing um, mm-hmm. because um, I feel like I need to keep you informed with some of the happenings on social right. media. What what social media? Twitter, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, Instagram gets what's happening on Twitter usually a couple okay. days later. So, what's, um, what's going on on the Twitter? I sphere? saw a picture of uh, President Obama. George Bush and Billy Clinton standing oh, like yeah yeah I know like, about uh, this yeah and they they all talked about the vaccine right <laughs> oh yeah you Isn't did it, yeah. okay 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 I don't live completely under <laughs> a rock Jared so they were saying but that was on Facebook by the way uh, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. that makes sense they were saying well yeah Facebook loves politics and they love That's true Facebook loves to get uh, right wing people ang- right wing people angry. 
I mean, there, there's a lot of people out there trolling the left. Too. Oh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> I'm sure there are. But but Facebook is known for like having like problems with uh, like all these right wing groups and placating to them. Mm. That's why I say that specifically. Gotcha. I mean, obviously there are a, you know a bunch of people are. You gotta have two sides or multiple sides to argue. Anyway. So yeah, they're all like, hey, ooh, yeah. And I think they were saying, if I'm not mistaken, now let me know what Facebook was saying. This is what I saw on Twitter, mm-hmm. that they would be willing to take the COVID vaccine on video to prove that it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely. what you heard? Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about that? Does that... Oh, for, okay. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you this first. Okay. Would you take the COVID vaccine when it comes out? Uh-oh. This, hold uh, Oh, this is the bad thing about... Running all these things. Oh, here we go. Is it still going? It'll probably have a lag on there, w- won't it? Sorry. W- just, uh, just answer my question. Yes. Uh, we'll worry about the audio. Just we'll worry about the audio. Okay. The uh, question was... <laughs> Are you will, flipping back and forth every three seconds? Probably doesn't help. Probably not. Will Will I take the vaccine is yeah. the question. Yeah. Um, I think so, yes. I'm, I'm a little hesitant just mm. because I don't know. We don't know the long-term side effects yet. Yeah. By the way, I am no doctor. This is no medical advice. This is just my, my humble opinion. And uh, um, I don't know. I think I think it it should be safe. I mm-hmm. think it will be. It just has come out so quickly that we there's just a lot of data we don't have yet because it is so new. Mm-hmm. So and the other thing is too is if I'm still working virtually from home like this, I'm fine living like this until we can get m- people who need to be vaccinated before me. So like healthcare workers, everyone like that. Um, you know if. If teachers start going back into the classroom, you know, my contract is virtual until May. So I know at least until May, I'm mm-hmm. good. Um, so I figure, you know, teachers who need to go back, you know, I think teaching kids online is probably not sustainable for long periods of time, I would imagine. You know, there's it's it's just different. You know, I've taught online. I know what it's like. Yeah. You know, so I think the people who are at a higher risk should get it first. Yeah. So, um, but at the same time, I, I worry for those people because what if there are some adverse side effects or some complications or, you know, and I don't know, you know, but it might be totally safe and there are also none, mm-hmm. uh, no side effects. So it's, you know, but uh, wh- what are your thoughts? Are you going to take it? Um, well, first of all, I'm with you. Like, I would probably, yes, I would probably take it, but I, I'm in no rush, I guess I would say, because like you, I have, I know that I'm I have the uh, that I have the ability to work from home at least until July. Now, they you know, it, they might extend it past that, but at this point they've said uh you, you like you you'll be working from home uh just expect to work from home until at least like the uh, you know, July of 2021. And it's like even though there's a vaccine doesn't mean that the pandemic is just over. And right. so in my mind I'm like I mean at least at least in, until July I don't I don't know if I really see my my routines changing that much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to start going to concerts all of a sudden just You're because not, there's I a thought, vaccine. I thought we were going to go on a like a U.S. concert tour. I'm not planning any any plane trips uh, across mm. across country or to different countries. You didn't want to try out that one company <laughs> that was doing the plane rides where you just went up in the air <laughs> yeah, and the circled Qantas. around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to actually fly to Australia. No, Australia would never let us in because they're at like zero COVID cases. Right. But yeah, like I'm not like I don't see my habits changing drastically. 
with with like between now and and at least July because I know that I, you know that's when I can work from home until. So I, I guess I will take it though. You know the reason I actually bring this up is because I was talking to uh, to someone. And uh, he was talking about how uh, how he like he's concerned about the vaccine as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he was also saying this is in the same conversation. Like he's like, haven't we all kind of just all resigned to the fact that we're going to get COVID at some point? And I was like, not me. <laughs> I haven't resigned to that. I was like, maybe you have. Um, but not me. I was like, no. Why? Why are you resigned to that? And it's like I understand that the numbers are. Um, are, are like going up at a ra- at, at a rapid pace or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only way I could get it is if it is if it's at the grocery store. You know, like that's right. really the only or like the odd time where I go to some other store of some right. like that. I only go like that's the only thing I'm doing. Right. Or or if I was asymptomatic, or if your partner was asymptomatic. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Well, that's true. You know. But yeah, that's you're right. true. But, but but then that's not. But then he's traceable. But then he's but then he was saying like but then he was concerned about the vaccine. And he's like, Well, we don't know like the long term effects of this vaccine. Right. And um Which which is also what I just said. But yeah, yeah. but it's like, yeah, okay, so you but you've you but you've resigned to getting COVID. You don't know the long term effects of COVID. Right. And it's like and it's like if you're resigned to already living a life uh, like you're taking essentially two chances, I guess. The vaccine, which is made by scientists, or COVID, which is a virus mm-hmm. that you don't know the long term. And I've I've heard that the vaccine, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that because I, I'm not a scientist. But anyway, I feel like it's just like if you're just willing, if you're just resigned and essentially going like, all right, well that means I'm just going to like live life normally because I'm just going to like we're all going to get it anyway at this point. Then it's like, then why wouldn't you just take the vaccine? Right, because the, the the vaccine it, it seems like it seems like there's a pretty low chance, a lower chance of the vaccine just killing you than COVID killing you. Right, I would imagine. I, I would I would also think so. Yeah. I so mean, so it just are... it so that 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 is just where it's like I feel like like we even though like I, I'm probably a little hesitant too, I feel like we need. Like, like we, we need people to just like take it because it's like clearly people are going to live their life anyway here in the U.S. and it's right. spiking in like Europe again, too, mm-hmm. too. So it's like we can't stop it by people doing the right thing. So it's like, I, I don't know. We got to try something else then, I guess. Right. Well, and the vaccine is that other thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's breakfast time. Mm. If you can hear and they probably can't hear that in the background. No. The dog is barking. Um, <laughs> but yeah it's that's the thing though is is that there there is a light at the end of the tunnel but i think we keep prolonging that light at the end of the tunnel because of a lot of choices people have made and i mm-hmm. think you're right about uh many people just kind of accepting the fact that they're they're just going to get it yeah i think there are a lot of people out there now in the u.s at least um there are a lot the funny thing is that's that's not the reality of a lot of people in tons of different countries all over the world you know yeah but there are some countries in uh, in around the world that like sweden was like one of those refused to shut down countries yeah. weren't they and there's i think there's still germany struggling. maybe had a little bit of that too i Ma- think maybe. Maybe, maybe i don't know the maybe they did shut yeah. down but i but you know they're you know i don't sometimes i, I don't want to put it like obviously we're bad let me be clear mm-hmm. especially with this COVID thing is what well, i'm we, saying we aren't but our our nation yeah, has no been we great. aren't we you see us together right. it, we're the only people we've seen. that's true that is <laughs> we're true. all we have outside of our families our immediate families that we live with exactly um so yeah but like um but it's like it's it's not like it, it's not like 
uh, it doesn't seem like Europe has it under control either for the most part. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I don't uh, just like you know. And people get restless. Like I understand. Like th- I feel like that's human nature, no matter your art. B- being stuck in your house for as long as we've been stuck in our house, you know, people start to be like, "I, I gotta, it, something's gotta give." I feel like, right? Especially well, with holidays and stuff. And, and we are, and we are a naturally social animal or species. Yeah, well, not we. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we are. We just have yeah, not. That's you know, true. Yeah, we've. It's it's all about calculated risks. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really is at the end of the day, and and some people are willing to take that risk. Yeah. You know, and and for me, it's just I'm I'm able to work from home. I have you know my all my hobbies are here. You know, I have a gym in my basement. Mm-hmm. I don't really have much that I need to worry about. You know, so Dude. oh my god, yesterday I went to the grocery store and. Um, and uh, my partner put a whole bunch of things on the on the, uh, on the grocery list. list that I've never seen, that I've never personally Heard gotten before. before. Okay. So I I, I like I don't I, I don't like spending a lot of time. I used to love the grocery store. Now I'm like, all right, get in, get what you need, and get out. I spent like an extra like 10, 15 minutes trying to find all these things. One of them was sold out. One of them <laughs> was like, I was just a mess. And I f- swear I had like a slight panic attack in the grocery store just being like, I've been in here too long. I don't like it. And um, that's where I'm at. Just okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's So fair. Uh, that's the level of precaution I'm at where it's get me out of this grocery store level. So get yeah, me out of this grocery store. I think we're a uh, uh, half half nay, a uh, half yay on the uh, on the vaccine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you're vaccinated, aren't you? Do you mm-hmm. know how long yeah. it took to develop all those vaccines they put in your body as a, a baby? A lot longer than it's taken for them to develop this one. Yeah, is that true? Yes. Okay. Oh I yeah. Know that. <laughs> I mean, this has been the record. This has been the fastest vaccine. Oh in really? The history really? Vaccines. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, dude. Of course. Um, yeah, so. but it's also like science is is at a is at a whole new level, you know. Yeah, well, and it's not that I don't trust the science. It's just there sure. there are certain questions that we don't have the science on. Sure. You know? Well, yeah, and like part of the science is is testing people mm-hmm. and seeing the long term effects. And it's like right. you know what's the longest term effects we can see? I think it's like three four months out. Yeah, basically. was that it? I, I know so. people have been taking it for for a bit, and I actually mm-hmm. I think some essential workers have gotten it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, there have been people that I, th- I forget all the vaccine companies. They have different numbers. I thought one of Man. them there were about forty thousand people have taken it now. Yeah, so that's a decent that's a decent sample size for research. I would say forty thousand. Yeah, so so yeah, that's true. You know that that will give you some good some good data. You know some, some yeah. patterns and some side effects and so so yeah. But I I think it's amazing what has happened and all the work and effort from doctors and and also people you know uh donating money like dolly parton has been a big one i'm sure uh i think we might have talked about her we, maybe. yeah we brought her up um, short you know, quickly I mean, she's she's been fantastic with mm-hmm. uh you know just she she is the reason why she's not a billionaire jared is because she gives so much money away which is just mind-boggling i saw yeah actually i saw that and it, now she's so now she's just a mere like 100 millionaire right <laughs> but isn't that so crazy though but there's there's a uh, there's a financial guy that i like i like to watch some of his stuff mm-hmm. um you you probably know of him uh dave ramsey is the guy's name oh yeah and and he's a smart money or something like that or i think some, so yeah i think something so like and, that and he some money he, book right he talks about the point, one of the points of acquiring wealth is to be able to generously give, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting thought. You know, you, you work your ass off to make all this money just to give it away. But 
if you are smart enough with it, you get enough of it where you can do that and you can do good things with your money. Yeah, and I you think know? in theory, that's where, in theory, that's where capitalism could could be very beneficial to society right if we saw if we saw that that sort of that idea happening on a on a larger scale mm-hmm. and, and and you know and there would still be and, and yeah and those billionaires would be mere 100 millionaires or, or high tens of millionaires but you know a large portion of their of all that money that they make would go to improving you know people that don't have you know as much money of them or something like that but right it doesn't work like it well it could work like that i feel like but it's not working like that at a high enough scale well yeah but i feel like some people you know would argue they they try to you know the whole trickle down sure yes, it's like i'm you know, I'm creating jobs for, right. for those people which which yeah. which to some extent is kind of true but the the levels are not you know yeah any, but a lot of those people close. At least in the U.S., don't get paid living wages, you know. Right, or and in other and countries too, not just the U.S. Right, but. for sure. But but yeah. So speaking of giving away money generously, though, Jared. Oh uh, yeah. I do have a a shout out today. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, so I want to give oh. a huge shout out to a uh, teacher, um, Ranjit Singh Desail. I hope I said uh, your name right, sir. Uh, he is a government school teacher from. Um, Paretawadi Ma- Maharashtra, uh, and he has made history by winning the one million U.S. dollar Global Teacher Prize. Uh, but he decided to share half of his prize money. How much is the prize money? Uh, one million U.S. Okay. dollars. Um, you know, which which isn't a chunk of ch- you know that's a decent amount of money. Um, and uh, he won one Maybe million. Maybe for you, not uh, me. <laughs> that's just pocket change he, he won one million dollars uh and he decided to share half of his prize money with the other nine finalists to support their incredible work wow so that's pretty amazing yeah I mean, so so five hundred thousand is and i'm sure there's taxes and all uh, sorts so of like other 50 stuff. grandish per mm-hmm. person i think so yeah that's i mean not, hey that's more than i mean a lot that's of not nothing to hear year. yeah right <laughs> so so i think this is amazing um and so so yeah so here's the story jared so um, uh, Ranjitsen Desail, a government school teacher uh, from Parada, uh, I'm going to butcher this, my apologies, Paradawadi Maharashtra, uh, had made history. This is not because he won the $1 million U.S. million Global Teacher Prize 2020, which brings incredible honor and glory in itself, but because in a never-before-seen instance, he decided to share half of his... Uh, uh, oh, and because this is a, an Indian news uh, article, they now have the Indian um, currency. Rupees? RS. Is it rupees? Okay, rupees. Rupees. Rupees, 7.4 crore winnings, which I guess crore would be 7. Point, I I've never heard that you. word before. Yeah, me life. either. Uh, so anyway. Right, listen, you got rupees out of uh, me. Right. And I, I'm uh, not, sure, <laughs> not sure I got that right. Right. With the rest of the nine finalists for it the is global, rupee. Uh, teacher prize. Um, and so what he... Uh, what he said is the uh, COVID-19 pandemic has exposed education and the communities. It serves in a multitude of ways, uh, but in this hard time, teachers are giving their best to make sure every student has access to their birthright uh, of a good education. Mm. Which I, like I agree how he said with that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so generous, and I think he's putting his money where his mouth is by being so generous with this prize. Yeah. You know, I think what's the really prize great. again, though? Uh, one, it's one uh, global teacher prize. I think. Okay, okay. 
because there are some, some yeah you yeah global teacher prize 2020 i guess because sometimes award. like someone gets a prize for being like a great humanitarian right and it's like to, you know a million dollars for being a great humanitarian but they kind of know they're like you kind of have to give it away if you're giving getting oh, you know a true, million yeah. dollars for being a right. humanitarian exactly and then you show up and like with a new mclaren mm-hmm. <laughs> oh this thing yeah this is a three hundred forty-eight thousand dollars supercar i could just won the greatest humanitarian award so i'm gonna get a nice car <laughs> So, so thought I'd treat serve. myself right. <laughs> hey, if if that helps you be a better humanitarian, Jay, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. So everyone deserves to treat themselves exactly. But I think this is amazing. Um, I I wish uh, I would love to know. I would love to like just see how this guy teaches. Um, so he teaches at a primary school. What do you mean how he teaches? Like I would love to watch him teach. Mm. As a teacher, one, I'm curious, I guess, but also just to what does a global prize-winning teacher's classroom look like? He teaches kids, though. Yeah, primary kids. So, but, yeah, I wonder. Do you think he's like, (laughs) of course, they have a picture of him, you know, on his knee showing all these action shots Mm -hmm. of the kids very interested in his teaching. Right. I wonder, a little part of me wonders if, like, once the cameras turn off, it's just like every other, like, third right. grade or whatever classroom with ch- children screaming and running around. It's like, no, Jasper, please, put that down. No, right. hey, K- Caitlin, please, Caden, K- put that down. <laughs> oh, my gosh, look, I love this. Uh, look at this, his reaction. This oh. was during the, the award ceremony. I'm assuming that's probably his parents, his mom and his dad. Yeah, they have. I love their reaction, which right. is uh, almost none. <laughs> right oh man that's funny but yeah i think that's it's something else i that's great you know this is quite an amazing oh apparently transforming girls education with qr coded textbooks mm. so they can read textbooks on their mobile phones that's that's a pretty good that's pretty genius uh, do you know how the qr code is involved um well, you scan it and then it takes you to a location and then you read it Sure. Okay. Okay. So, because they, but they actually, scan what though? This was scan you, someone else's QR code, like off their phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I or, see. or you post it or you send it to someone, and there are ah, scanning okay, apps okay. too. Oh, so mm-hmm. so that's just a way for him to like send to share a book, uh, books to or, students. Exactly. I got you. Okay. Well, we we used to do that actually uh, at the embassy in China. We would have uh, events and we'd have QR codes on there because a lot of uh, uh, locals. Uh, in China, they use WeChat so much mm-hmm. that they scan everything with QR codes. Yeah, so we've never really had like it. a practical application for QR codes here in the U.S. I feel like most QR code applica- applications in the U.S. are just some sort of ad of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we don't actually I, you re, or like you know a referral system for Uber or something exactly like I I, I haven't really seen any any wide scale uses of it but we're so behind here techno- technologically it blew my mind last year when I was in uh, Toronto to find out that they've been using uh, tap instead of like the chip for mm-hmm. for a while at that point and every time I, I literally every time I brought out my chip card Did you they're feel like inferior they're like oh. Okay. <laughs> right. Like this guy over here. This guy with the chip. Like, what, okay. This old school card that he's got. Is that your right. grandpa's credit right. card? But now I do have the Go tab. get your cassette tapes from the car. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, you were, it was like, we just started using the chip like a year or two ago. We're so behind, apparently. Right. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, in, in a lot of uh, Asian countries, I think they do use QR codes a lot for... You mm. can use them for a lot of different things. Sure, yeah. I think we just see them in the States and we just... 
I remember the first couple times I saw QR codes, I just saw them. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Like, what, what is like this? Some promotion what do with usually. It? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, when you scan it, then yeah. It will yeah, tap to... here and you can have a chance to win a Ford Focus. It's exactly. Like, oh, okay. That's just what I was looking to win. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. What makes um, me think I'm not going to win this? Right. <clears throat> well, Jared, uh, I think you might know what time it is. I do. It's 10.14 a.m. That's right. And it is time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, phrases that don't translate on a one-to-one level into English. Normally, I would say we try to keep them so there's a little ambiguity to them and we have to decipher them. Yeah. Decode them for That's you. That's part of the fun. And uh, my man with the plan, Jared, is going to get us started Look today. That. <laughs> uh, my first one is Lithuanian. And I think I actually might only give you one today. But my first one is Lithuanian, and it's uh, Sedi Cape. Oh, no. And see, I, you know, I actually, I knew this was going to be a problem. Uh-oh. And I pr- beforehand put it into the translator, and I was going to put a link there, and they had no Lithuanian of voice at didn't. all. So I'm like, all right, well, here we go. And it's Sedi Cape Paduciutas. Sedi Cape Paduciutas. Okay. Which means I said, uh, 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 sitting, great. sitting like they were just sitting like they were just kissed. There we go. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so should I should I be going with my intuition on this one? Is it straightforward like that, or or uh, should I? Be? I actually don't know where, where my exactly where it's taking you. Like to me, this seems pretty clear. Okay. Well, like the feeling after you just kiss somebody. Yeah. So that would that would just mean like that kind of. Um, like euphoric kind of your f- no no, okay. no 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 oh like like sort of just like that ah like like uh in a cartoon where there's like hearts coming exactly over their head. exactly no 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 okay no it's not that literal okay um hmm. uh so, well, you know why are you sitting there um where, may, oh, maybe is it, oh, is it like when you're daydreaming there you go oh i like that okay daydreaming I was say maybe as a teacher you've had to uh ask some students why they're right. sitting there uh like they were just kissed. Man, that's a w- weird thing to say to a student. But, right. Uh, that's, that's kind of a funny <laughs> one. Yeah. But, you know, if it's culturally appropriate, you know. If, sure. If I mean, yeah, I guess if it's it just means, a, yeah, that's true. You know. Um, but then it's probably not as weird if it's just a normal right. translatable over there. That, that's true. That's true. So shout out to our uh, homies out in Lithuania, yeah. I guess. Uh, my, my first one for you uh, today, Jared, is going to be uh, Korean. And it is, uh, and I might have used this one before, uh, but, you know, it's always good to review these, and we are by yeah. no means perfect with that. And we've also done 256 episodes, so we I don't remember every single one we've done. No, we've, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, so, uh, as I said, this one is Korean, and it is, uh, and I know I'll pronounce the tones wrong here, but uh, here we go. Palbang mi in, which means eight direction beauty. Is that just like a super attractive person? That eight would, direction, eight beauty. direction beauty. Hmm. It's oh. like no matter what way you look at that, because I think you, no matter what way you look at this person, they're just like a beautiful. You know, there's no bad angle. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, there's no bad angle. Eight direction. Beauty. Yeah. Is that like beautiful scenery? No. No. It does. Okay. It doesn't actually have to do with beauty. Really. Oh, eight direction beauty. But like beauty is something we would kind of equate with like good, right? Mm. Um, so let me just say this: like eight direction beauty. Um, oh, very privileged. This ha- no, this has to do with like being good at something. Oh, oh, someone that's just like a that's got like multi-talented. And and how would we? What would we call someone who's multi-talented? 
We have our own. A jack of all, no. Yeah. A jack of all trades. Very good. Hit that ham horn. Jack of all trades. Exactly. Jack of all trades. Yeah. So you, you're just very talented. Mm-hmm. You know, like if someone's like good at sports and you know, they're, they're Or like good Prince at, could pick up mm-hmm. any instrument and. Right. Yeah. Right. He could play, yeah, any musical instrument. He could also hoop apparently like yes. a beast. Yeah. At least if you've seen Chappelle's show and heard Charlie Murphy's story. <laughs> I think that's know. true. I don't think that. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he played on his high school basketball team and he was like five, four, five, five. five <laughs> yeah. Six. He was not a tall dude. <laughs> like, I think he, I think from what I've heard, like he would play basketball all the time. Like mm-hmm. that was a real, I, I don't yeah, know if that was. Gordon in his house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that goes to show you. He's a, he's a uh, eight direction beauty. Exactly. Uh, that's a good one. All right. I'll give you. Give me one more. Uh, all right. Then I have to give you... Oh, no. All right, fine. I'll give you one more. Um, <clears throat> my next one is... Uh, this language is... Uh, oh, let me just do this one. Let me do this one. Mm-hmm. A Russian one. Ooh. Do you want to... Do you know Do you know how to read, like, Russian um, Ki- kind, characters? Kind of. Do you want to be quizzed? Uh, yeah, I sure. Can give, I can send you the characters. Okay. I'll, uh, let me pop open my iMessage real quick. Oh, geez. Here we and go. Send this it's, been, it's been a while since I've tried to read Cyrillic, but I'm down to, I'm down to give it a shot. Why not? Because I'm oh, going to... Oh, geez. This is a long one. I'm going <laughs> to butcher this anyway. Okay. So I might as well, you know. Um, uh, I think it's... Dershi... Yes. Dershi Svost. Yes. Dershi Svost Pistoletom. Dude, Parada. That was Wrong very good. You gotta say hara, hara sure. Well, uh, actually, yeah, I sorry, I don't have that handy. Right. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm actually not so sure about that because, from my understanding, hara sure means like well. Doesn't mean like good, but like well. Like, how are you doing? Like, I'm doing well. That's what parada so, means. Well, parada is check for great or oh, excellent. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah. meant as dude. Okay. I, I don't know what these words mean though. Well, well I, I'm I guessing the last here, one's just, pistol. I'll just I'll send you the uh, direct translation just so you could see. Okay. You got it. Dergi, pretty much spot on. Pistol, pistolietom. I think is how you would say it. Um, keep your tail up with a gun. Oh wait, yep. Okay, I I used to rem- I used to know what this one was. Oh man, uh, we're gonna test my working memory. Keep here your tail up good. with a gun. Um, it's like to not look back, right? If I remember correctly, close, uh, very close. Okay. I I could give it to you, but there there's something um more subtle about it. There's, there's something that a famous uh singer named Rick would uh, always say: ne- to not give up. There you go. It's never gonna give you up and never gonna let you down. All right, uh, it's it's a, it, like a, a way to encourage someone not to give up. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Well, Jared, you know, uh, I'm gonna end us with. Uh, let's see here. Should I do a Hindi one or should I? You know what? I'm gonna do. Hmm. See, I, I had a couple today because I didn't know what direction I wanted to take it. I was a little indecisive in my planning. I, yeah, I can't see so, or read it, but I see how many untranslatables yeah, I you got, have. I got a bunch because I just found some from this one website I had never been to before, and they just had a bunch of great ones. Mm. So I'll, I'll end us with another Korean one today. And this one is... Nam wi dok i ke bo in da, which I'm sure I said wrong. Uh, rice cake looks bigger. Uh, it's just like... Rice cake. Is it just like it, it's not as good as it's something's not as good as it seems? Kind of. What would we say? Uh, grass is always greener. Very okay. good. I guess, see, mine today both had actually one to one English untranslatable. Yeah, actually. Yeah, but it's, it took some it. work. 
Right. I keep in mind. Right. I'm a professional. A certified, <laughs> certified professional. If we like, if we had some other people here, I don't know if I don't know if we could re- re- rely on them to give as quick of an answer. Not to toot right. my own horn or anything. Right. That's true. I, I do think I would be really curious to see. I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah, game I would show. Be so I would be so curious to see how we would do against some like legit polyglots. Because mm. I I I am not a polyglot by any means. But you but know? but we would have the translation. So we would we would do it the way we do it with each other, or or we would have to have someone else. We would have to have a third party curate the untranslatables, right? But it would because also be difficult because we've done so many of them. There if, might be some that we sure. already know. If 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 we if if they tr- if they do it like we do and we don't actually have to translate it, I think we could. I don't think just because they're a polyglot, I don't think that makes them an expert at untranslatables you know mm, that's a good point just because they know the languages doesn't mean they know all the slang in every language true and it doesn't mean that um you know it just it just you know they maybe they they know the words but it's like well i've never heard this saying before so i still have to sort of guess at it the same way you're guessing at it right once we get down to the english translation of it that's, that's so true. i hey, listen i would challenge any polyglot out there Ooh, call, call them out jared call them out. <laughs> yeah listen to your polyglots <laughs> hey you know where to find us, Untranslatable One on Twitter, One Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Hit us up, and I'll school your ass in, some, in an Untranslatable off. Woo, watch out. Jared is coming for you, people. Watch out. I actually, um, you know, and maybe maybe I'll, I'll come to Polyglot Con. Polyglot Con is finally, it virtual this year? I, I don't know. Finally, once uh, it's back in person, and I'll, I'll do a uh, wrestling-style uh, call there out go. there, too. Are you going to wear, like, a an untranslatable wrestling outfit? Yeah, I'm like an untranslatable only... belt with our uh, with our animated Ooh, faces on it. That would be dope, dude. Can you imagine <laughs> that, that I have hanging? over my shoulder? That'd be pretty sweet. And I'm like, any one of you polyglots in here think you, can, you think you can, can decipher an untranslatable? You know where to find me. Just so you know, Jared, I'm looking. I'm looking at the Polyglot Con right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, there was actually a time where I, I was because it was in, I believe, Estonia or or Latvia or something like that. One of those. One of the Baltic Slo- it countries. Was Slovenia. It oh, was, was it Slovenia? Slovenia? While you were in the Czech Republic, I don't think it was Slovenia. No, I feel like it was an it was, L country. Or it was. Uh, no, it was Croatia, and it was a. I can't say the name. Oh, of the, the city. city. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, but I think they probably go to different cities every year. And you were in Czech Republic, and I was really trying to get you to go, but I think it was pricey. Yeah, it was. When is Polyglot Con? May 23rd. So it already passed. All right. Anyways. So, Jared, we should uh, we it, should move on to our main topic today, though, which is yeah. uh, representation. What made you of, think of this? I was surprised to, for you to bring that up. Yeah. So we, oh, also uh, Poland, apparently, in 2021. May oh. May nineteenth to May twenty third. You want to go to Terezin, Poland? Uh, May. What is it close to? I don't know much. I've never been to Poland before. I haven't either. I heard it's a little it's thirty underrated. kilometers from Warsaw. Although Poland is very uh, religious these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they they have been for a long time. Oh, <laughs> uh, these they? Days. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. of course. But yeah, but that'd be that'd be kind of cool, dude. I, I would like to check out Poland. Thirty I feel kilometers like it's a slept from Warsaw. On. It's not too bad. It's a, you know when I really thought realized that Poland might be slept on mm-hmm. was when um, we were in Austria and I took a class and I learned how good their economy was and how uh, the EU had like tried to get them to. Uh, to like uh, join the EU, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't really." Uh, no way, really. I, they were kind of like. I feel like I learned this in school. Okay. But I feel like man, this was like when we were studying abroad in Austria. So was that 2012 or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. 
I feel like I feel like I just remember hearing that they had a really good economy, and I and and at that point I just I, I just remember thinking like I feel like I never really gave uh, Poland that much thought, you know, mm. as a location. Well, I don't I really think know for what's Americans, going on there. It's not one of the romanticized locations. It's yeah. not uh, it's not a Paris. It's not a Berlin. It's I, not a Barcelona. I, well, first of all, there's all those stupid Polish jokes. That's before our time. But right. that, but there are but like like our our also, parents. Also, we're era, in Michigan, where there is a in Detroit. Big there Polish is a community. Big Polish that's community. true. Um, but all, but um, but also, I feel like it, it gets it kind of gets like the it kind of get gets lumped in. I feel like for a lot like the a lot of Americans, almost with like the same sort of vibe as like Russia or something like that. Right. Well, unfortunately, when a lot of Americans think of Poland, they think of Eastern Europe, which right. then does automatically get kind of clump into it all into the same exactly. sort of stereotypes. Exactly. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of those former you know Soviet bloc countries kind mm-hmm. of I think ha- have that. Um, Czech Republic too. I mean, they have a. I think yeah, a lot I of think Czech Republic culture. gets probably gets that a little bit too. And then yeah. once you go there, it's like, oh yeah, okay, that doesn't right. really make any and, sense. Well, and the Czechs do not like the Russians. They. Yeah, I can imagine that. Know, I think I think nowadays it's not as it used to be, but you know, based on what happened historically, when it was closer speaking, to the uh, yeah the relation know, exactly yeah. exactly. But but yeah, so let's. Uh, Sorry, yeah, I got us yeah, off track. We, again. That's that's okay. Poland <laughs> would be cool though. How did you um, think of? Uh, so this topic idea mm-hmm. today, Jared, was uh, well, it came from a post I saw online, which was uh, I told you earlier, which was uh, this. Uh, it was a picture of a black guy's hand. Uh, it was a meme, yeah. so it was two-paneled picture. It was a picture of his hand from a distance, and you couldn't really like. I was just like, okay, what? What's the deal with this guy's hand? You know, like. And then the next picture, there was no text on that one, by the way. And then the next picture below that one, there was a there was. A this caption. is on Facebook. You saw this? Probably Facebook or Instagram. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably Instagram, actually. I think. Yeah. Because it was a meme, mm. and so uh, that's basically where I get the majority of our our meme news. You know, piping hot <laughs> meme news is Instagram, of course. And so, anyway, so the second picture that was zoomed in, and you could just barely see. That he had a a, a band aid mm-hmm. on his either his pinky or his ring finger. I've actually seen that before. Um, and and he said he said something along the lines of it's been forty five years I've been alive, and this is the first time I've ever worn a band aid that was the same color as my skin tone, and and you know and as a white dude it made me think you know I've never really thought about that before because band aids are are you know generally kind of a whiter skin tone. Yeah. You know, and so I think it took a while from for it to even dawn on me that. Band-Aid was selling a skin tone because they right. didn't call it that, did right. they? I don't think so. I like I, so I don't even th- it, like until and probably until I learned about uh, you know band-aids for for black people. Did I realize or you know people with other skin tones? Did I even realize that? Um, that the standard Band-Aid, I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was supposed to be skin tone color. I was like, I, I guess that, I guess it makes sense now. I did, didn't even dawn on me. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you, like you don't even real like, or I didn't even realize that there was representation to be had uh, because I, you know, just you know, that was the default to me. Right. Well, and then the the other thing is too is then that when I saw that post, that took me down the rabbit hole and and uh, reminded me of when uh, Black Panther came out. And just how so many, like I had seen tweets. Um, that was when I was actually going on Twitter once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, a couple months back, um, where uh, you know people were saying this was the first movie I've seen or or first movie my children have seen with a strong black, you know, uh, lead in a movie um, that was a superhero that was. Portrayed can you think of positively. another black superhero? I can um, think of maybe one or two. Um. Well, I mean, and. I remember. I think the Green Lantern in the comics or the animated series was yeah, that was a cartoon, right? I love that cartoon, right? Uh, Do cartoons not count? 
I guess. Because that's it, also it a does count. I guess, I yes, guess, it know. does count. It um, does count. But that was not like a block. That wasn't a blockbuster right, right. movie. Um, but that was a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then well, there was Cyborg from uh, uh, Teen Titans. Like, oh, yeah. Want to go cartoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. True. But I'm trying to think of like big blockbuster movie actors. No. I could think of Blade, maybe. Oh, okay. Was he a superhero? He was kind of like a dark superhero right. a little bit. Like, he wasn't kind of but uh and then maybe shaft <laughs> oh okay, okay. no I, I i'm kind of joking on the shaft right. one kind of serious about the blade one though but you know it, it's but still blade wasn't like a big marvel occasion yeah there hasn't really been one and then the thing is you know it, what i always what i found interesting or find interesting whenever there is like a movie like this because it kind of mm-hmm. also happened with um then there was the miles morales spider-man it's like oh, people yeah. i feel like then people like um get so much more like um what is it like 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 the the critiques are so much higher and like it like like I, especially with black panther people are like I, it's not that good like yeah it's a just another superhero movie but people are acting like this is the greatest movie cuz it got some like oscar buzz too mm-hmm. and i feel like that really like for some reason it, i mean i i it bothers people you know and there's like this level of and i think some of it i think is like people want are like almost in denial of or they don't understand maybe it's denial or what i don't know but like just the lack of awareness mm. of what representation means right because um it's never been like for a large majority of you know americans it's never really had to been a consider be a consideration exactly exactly 100% and i can i can tell you as a white dude that's 100% true yeah. you know my entire life you know all my superhero movies you know batman's white superman's white um, Aquaman, you, you name them, and yeah. the majority of them, or like ninety some percent of them, are white. And so, well, then even for and that's and that's even for like me too. Like when I was like sometimes with some of these roles, it's just like, well, that's that's who plays those roles. And then even just and then there's like a and uh, you know and then for a lot of people, especially if you're younger, there's like a switch where you're like, oh, I could be playing this role. Right. Where it's just like you just like, oh no, this is who the role is. That's you know, I like it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, but like. This is who plays that role, and and it's like sort of this made up rule that this is what this you know superhero looks like, where it's like you know we this is all this fantasy exactly. <laughs> this, exactly. Person, this is made up. Well, well, the other thing is though too is in in German studies, and and when I was in grad school, and I was more kind of up to date with what was happening in the field. A lot of graphic novels mm-hmm. in Germany, which. Um, which I think are also an, a good opportunity for representation of, of many different people, um, is that uh, a lot of people that were, um, you know, that, were, that had immigrated to Germany that were refugees had been writing about their stories and, and you know, kind of shining their light on their realities and their stories and everything, and, uh, which gave other you know, refugee kids that were in Germany you know, kind of. A, Wait, a what voice. book is this? Um, well, there's there's different graphic novels. Oh, graphic in, novels in, in Germany, where uh, like there's uh, specifically Kate, like that, like talking well, about a um, ha- like a an immigrant's uh, experience mm-hmm. in Germany. Yeah, yeah some, oh, okay, mm-hmm. exactly. And so, so the whole the whole point is that uh, we want to give people the opportunity, number one, to tell their story and their voice to be heard, but also number two, because you have large communities and, and a lot of other people that relate and can learn from that and can also be inspired by that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just, I think for, for a young kid, seeing a superhero, yeah, it's not real, but you see your, you, with any movie, a lot of Americans, we project ourselves onto the, 
Well, it depends. Some people like to project themselves onto the hero. Some like to project themselves onto the villain. You know, I, I have um, a friend, uh, uh, very good bassist. You might mm-hmm. have heard of him. <laughs> oh yeah. He, um, yeah. he, and singer actually. He, oh, he likes to. Um, Every sort of like sitcom, you know, you know, team. Mm-hmm. He always likes to assign those to our friend group and be like, "You'd be this person. Right. He'd be this person." Like every sort of sitcom or like you know, movie group. What what uh, has what roles has he given you? Um, oh, always sunny is a fun one. Okay. Um, because yeah, he, who would you he be says I'd be D and, and, and Oh my god, sunny. that's hilarious! <laughs> and that I like I kind of see it. <laughs> uh, he also did it with like um, uh, How I Met Your Mother because we used to watch a lot of that in college. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who he said I would be though, because uh, obviously Brad was uh, was. Um, was uh, uh what's was Neil Patrick Harris? No, oh, oh uh, he was Barney, Barney. Stinson. Yeah, okay. I, I don't remember. I don't. Maybe <laughs> I don't know why I'm always the woman because I feel like it might have been um, uh, who's the Canadian? The Canadian, oh, uh, um, Shabatsky. Um, uh, yeah, uh, no, what? Robin. Robin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's been a while since I've seen. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of How I Met Your Mother. Right. Um, but anyway. Uh, so yeah. But um, <laughs> see, as the black person, I always have to get like the. I, I, they're like, well, you know, there's no, there's never a fit for me, and I want, I want a weird fit too. No, I, I mean, I'm kidding, but I'm, I'm also not. Right. Yeah, and I um, think, I think that's totally, that's totally fair. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I don't get why some, so many white people complain about when, when there are, you know, like even if it's, if it's cartoons, if it's movies, whatever, if it's a book. You know, like uh, actually, there's a few franchises that I can mm-hmm. think of that have been "quote unquote" ruined by you know, and it's just like this fake idea of like woke culture. People are like, right. oh, there's just this, you know, people are pretending to be woke and pretending to care. You know, it's like, it's like, why do you think it's pretending? First of all, mm-hmm. and um, also these people are business people as well, and clearly there's a market for it that. People are just starting to realize no one is is uh, you know really exploiting to the fullest. Right. Uh, Disney people get very sensitive. They do when you add any color to Disney. <laughs> I, I will say this though, I've seen it on both sides of the coin, which I find really funny. So, for example, let me give you an example. I've seen, I've definitely seen some Karens out there mm-hmm. on on social media who have complained like, about like Moana or um, Princess and the Frog. They changed uh-huh. some ride recently. At Disney, that used to be some something, and now they changed it. I think to a princess fro- in the frog, and that's mm-hmm. not like a black princess. And and you know all those people that go to Disney three times a year were not having it. Right, exactly. Uh, but but then the other funny thing is too is I've seen some people who who um, who are those people that I would consider like super woke who like take it to a whole new level, right? Well, as long as we're still recording, <laughs> I think it's okay. Um, so, but I've seen I've seen some some like very super like super woke people who will like be like, well, well, why does Disney like why is the the princess in Brave white? Why is why is Elsa white? And it's yeah. like, well, these stories take place. I know it's fictitious. I get that. I yeah. get that argument. But no, if I the understand. story takes place in a place where that's where white people live, I think that's fine. There's definitely people you know? that take it. There's definitely the you know people that take it too far. There, there mm-hmm. was actually I saw that a lot with uh, not a lot, but I saw that also during like when there there is a time also during this pandemic where they were removing a bunch of blackface related stuff from TV shows, mm-hmm. and they removed an, epi- an episode of Golden Girls where they had like a, a face mask on. 
Uh, you know, like one of those, mm-hmm. like, you know, like uh, to clean your face oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and people are like, and, and it's like, and even and even black people are like, all right, come on. We, it, we, you think we're idiots? Like, right. That's not blackface. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We get the difference. Right. <laughs> They're not like pretending to be black people. <laughs> well, well, that's the other weird thing, though, too, is I think some of those weird ones like that, I think it's obviously white people calling the shots. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah, so I, would, I would agree with and, that. And, yeah. it, and, and, and it's, I, I 100% agree with you. And it's them clearly not understanding what's happening and just uh trying to be like probably probably that i guess woke culture that i just quote unquoted right (laughs) right exactly (laughs) where they're like so scared and they but they don't they have no understanding of what they're actually afraid of and so they're just like oh that could look like a black face let's get rid of it you know (laughs) yeah it's and it's like yeah people understand the difference it's sad it's sad that we've gotten to that place in society at this point yeah you know what i mean well that's yeah we there we just have there's so much feedback that right. people get. Like the, the, we've never had this much feedback before. And corporations have right. like remember this. This has nothing to do with representation, but it has to do with the movie industry. Mm-hmm. With when the Sonic movie was coming out. Oh yeah. And uh, they put out a picture of them, and all. And apparently there's the a internet whole bunch of Sonic them. heads that are like, well, "You call this Sonic? This looks right. nothing like him." And they had to delay the movie, and I imagine spend millions a of dollars of money, re. Yeah. Uh, animating uh, a bunch of it so he looks like what he looks like you know what's funny though is i feel like that's how you know you live in a very privileged society when that is pissing you off when that's when that's your concern honestly (laughs) that doesn't look like sonic from sega dreamcast exactly that (laughs) when i was six years old playing my sega genesis his tail was longer than that and his nose was more pointy he had four spikes not two yeah it's um, sorry sorry yeah no we'll change it you're right right, you're right what were we thinking exactly it's it's so ridiculous man it it really is something else um um let me let me so um but let's another one Uh uh-huh Star Wars, people were very sensitive in Star Wars when there was a uh, the uh, I, I I didn't watch the new I watched one of them but when the girl was the new lead they didn't mm-hmm. like that they didn't like that the uh, the black black guy was the love interest mm-hmm. was he the love interest I actually didn't really watch these movies I think he was but then not I, I didn't watch them either yeah I don't but they don't but know. that really uh, that really bothered them too and then another one that we already talked about Marvel they're mm-hmm. very sensitive to to like sticking true. To the um, to the like these cartoons, mm-hmm. essentially, you know, like the the comic versions, but then they also sometimes, uh, you know, like contradict themselves because like Miles Morales was in there was a whole you know cartoon or comic line about that, but people were complaining about Black Spider Man, and it's just like I don't know, and it also just exposes you know it always exposes a little bit of racism. And speaking of which, you know why it always exposes a little bit of racism, because like everything, this goes back to slavery. Now, maybe this doesn't go back to slavery, slavery, but this mm-hmm. definitely, I feel like, in the U.S. at least, does kind of go back to, like, blackface, you know, where it's like there was a whole time when when literally cinema started, mm-hmm. uh, blackface was at the beginning of cinema beginning, and right. and and they never allowed black people to act in, in these movies, but they would dress up in these cartoonish, you know, paint their face or whatever and do blackface in these cartoonish versions of black people, and... um and I and I feel like since then there's always been this sort of li- like a th- little bit of like um you know like first of all like it's just acting in there and it's like what do you mean it's just acting and then um and then like a um well I, yeah just that I'll leave it at that but because I can think of a few examples of that like do you remember the um there was a and this was like a little bit before our time but you've probably seen it before there was a campaign about like don't litter or be be safe to or be care about our environment and there was a mm-hmm. 
a, like a Native American guy crying on like the side of the freeway. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy's Italian. Really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. And it's just like, and it's and it's just like, why couldn't you? If just you're gonna cast a Native, American. if you're gonna do that, you couldn't find a Native American guy that should just cast and 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 right. play a role where you literally just put a camera on him and have and fake, have one tear. one fake tear yeah. go down his face, right? <laughs> and and it's just and um and then but there's there's plenty of like uh, common examples now. I actually have a list of them. We'll go through. I'll ask you if you've seen any of these movies in a second. Okay. But one of them that I can think of off the top of my head: Have you seen The Last Samurai? Starring Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. I, th- I think I may have... It came out like a long time ago, didn't it? Uh, Well, yeah, like yeah, like 20... You know, like early 2000s or something right, like cause that. Right, because I think I might have seen it. Why are we to believe that Tom Cruise is the last samurai? I don't remember the storyline, to be honest. But why is this... I, sure. I but, still, I but just, you're right. It is <laughs> It is stupid. Well, I think... But see, the I white think, dude's the last samurai? Right. Well, see, how does that happen? Well, see, that's the thing is I think um, depending on how the story is framed, either ha- casting a white person or not, either it's completely mm. logical or it's completely idiotic, right? Because if the last samurai is supposed to, he could have been maybe the last samurai. And I, I as I said, it, I think I saw the movie. Yeah, I mean, I it saw it a long it, but time I don't, ago, and it, it wasn't it a very good movie. Didn't from what stick I with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so. If if maybe if he like it's kind of like a almost like a Batman story a little bit where like he was trained by like one of the last elite, you know, samurais maybe and that's why he's the last quote unquote samurai. Mm-hmm. Even though technically speaking, I guess his teacher would have been really the last samurai. Right. You know. Um, but another one that I mm-hmm. actually just thought of. I I don't know why I'm going off script and not just looking at the list I have. There is mm-hmm. Argo. The, have you seen Argo? I haven't seen Argo. No, what's Argo about? was a character from, uh, or was a excuse me, not character. Was oh, is a it movie. with Ben Affleck? It is with Ben Affleck. Okay, and, oh, and he, he plays, plays a Mexican guy. Doesn't he, he plays a guy named actually a guy same name as one of our good friends, Tony Mendez. That's right. Shout out Mendez. And yeah. it was involving uh, like I believe some Iran crisis that was happening yep. in the uh, in the late seventies. And they got stuck in in Iran during a, during this crisis, and you know they're trying to escape, but they had to sort of be tricky with it. Mm-hmm. And um, the guys they said they were a movie crew. I remember uh, yeah, the movie. Now. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a good movie. Argo, yeah, fuck yourself with John Goodman. He was in it too. I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, the guy we but uh, we were supposed to believe that this guy named Tony Mendez was. Um, <laughs> ben Affleck was Tony Mendez, right? And it's and it's just and and and, and there's all these things where where the, I feel like people's response would be like, well, you know, first of all, Ben Affleck is Ben Ben Affleck Ben Affleck whatever uh, is a you know giant actor. We're this is a, a giant movie. We need big names in there, and we need big to, money. Uh, yeah, and it's and it's and it's and I and I I feel like I almost don't agree with the premise that you couldn't find a a uh like a some sort of mexican uh, uh actor that could fulfill that role mm-hmm. you know right and, and, it, and it's, it always just feels like a like a, i don't know why but it just feels like a cop out to me because but i get it financially i guess where it's like yeah i, I get it but it's like i don't know then i, I don't i don't want to say then don't do the movie right but it's like then why are you doing this movie knowing that you're that uh, that you're going to do that you know right well and then just the, blaming it on money well the other interesting thing about that too jared is uh i remember when narcos came out uh i talked to a couple of my friends who mm, are, who are yes. native spanish speakers 
and the guy who plays Pablo Escobar, I got a couple friends actually who were Colombian. Yeah, and uh, he's like Mexican or something with. like that. Um, he was Brazilian. Okay. And oh, Brazilian, so he's not even a speak Spanish Portuguese. Speaker. Exactly. So he had to learn Spanish and had to kind of learn the Colombian accent. And they. So that's kind of like us learning Spanish. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, obviously it might be a little easier, but right. he's not a native Spanish speaker exactly. by any means. Exactly. And so a lot of people kind of didn't like the didn't like the series as much because there it was, was a Brazilian dude. Obvious. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like really you couldn't cast a Colombian. Colombian person, but us, you know? but like, but all, but, but all, all the, the gringos, uh, yeah, you know, they don't, they, they can't tell the difference, right. yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I, I agree with you though. I mean, to argue, it's a money thing. I mean, then it's like, well, maybe you should just be better at casting better actors. You, you yeah, know? or make a different like, but you because you know, or make this... a different character if it's really if you really want to cast Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, but if that's who you yeah. really want for your movie. Then name the dude Tony Smith. I don't know. No, but there, but it's a real situation. Right. Like this really happened though, and that's a real person. Then ca- so that's. Yeah. I think that's okay. way worse to just. That, well, that's <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> White him up more, even more right. by uh, changing the guy's name. Well, that's not where I meant. I but, meant but more I would if it's say, a fictitious story. I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just like yeah, and it's just like you know, it's is the it's the thing is you know this going in that what the budget's going to be that you need this big name actor, and it's like and it's just like so you know. That you're whitewashing the person because you know who you're, who the guy is. You see him and you're like, well, Ben Affleck can can play a you know can play a you know he's a good actor, and and, and I think what bothers me about it uh, a, a lot is just is just the sort of the like I would say almost like ignorance you know mm. where where it's where where it's like well what do you mean it's just we're trying to it's a good actor you know right. I feel like I feel like it's just easy to play ignorance sure. Yeah. Oh, apparently, um, have you seen Wanted? Do you remember that movie Wanted, where they're like no. bending bullets and shit? Mm-hmm. I think that's the movie. Is that with Angelina Jolie? I take it that's whose picture I saw. Yeah, I, I think and that's. What's, the, and what's let me see if let me see if that's actually the movie, because uh, I don't want to. Um, I, I think I might be wrong. You have bad internet. <laughs> yeah, it's a little slow. Maybe I'm slow just used to my fiber days. optic. Yeah, that Could is. Be. I think that is the movie. Yeah, where they're like bending bullets. You remember that? I've never seen it, so no. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why did you think? Why did you think this? You have you do you have you seen? I feel. I, I now I just think about. it. I'm like I can imagine Chad not really being a movie watcher. You know. I mean, I watch some movies. Anyway, apparently this is a. Um, so you know, Angelina Jolie plays one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and apparently I didn't know this, but um, uh, the second of Angelina Jolie's uh, whitewash roles, actually. Oh yeah, there's another one, but this movie I haven't seen either, so I didn't bring it up. A Mighty Heart, she whitewashed. She has some hair that clearly looks like she's oh she's afro chinese cuban and a movie called a mighty heart and she has like sort of like kinky hair you know like yeah like uh black person hair i can say that but hey (laughs) i'm not judging you man of course no i was just kidding but uh but she you know is with her white face and then in and then in wanted apparently um it's an adapt adaptation of a book series that was originally um written as an African-American woman and um, was partly inspired by Halle Berry, apparently. Then Halle Berry should have just done the movie. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't get it. And I, I know like a lot like, of people would have watched it with Halle Berry. Yeah, it's like... She's great. Yeah, she's, first of all, um, probably the same, same like... Uh, like level as Echelon, fame uh, of, of Angelina yeah, Jolie. Yeah, for sure. You're not losing any of that hotness factor that you, right. you're clearly going for there. I, I don't get it either. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Human Stain. I've never even heard of this I've movie. I've never heard of that one either. We'll skip that. 
Uh, oh, Argo already said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drive. Have you seen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christian Bale and Joel Edgerton in Exodus, Gods and Monsters. There's a lot of those. Never, like I've um, never seen any of these movies. That's a, a lot of these like um o- like old sort of like biblical movies. They always just go with. Why is it that every biblical situation that we are filming now involves white British people? Why they always got Good British question. accents and they're white? I never understood that. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. I you. bet you I've never seen this movie. I would be willing to bet that they're they they're speaking with British accents in that movie. Probably. And it's like, why? This is biblical times. You guys are like probably in the Middle East somewhere. Right. <laughs> why are you white people with British accents? Probably have way sicker beards <laughs> too, man, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't, oh, oh, this is interesting. Oh, no, never mind. Let's skip that one. Uh, Aloha, starring Emma, Emma Stone. I'm assuming it's about Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone faced a ton of... Co- you didn't hear about this? No. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wish... I had your love. You, I lived your life. I really do. <laughs> the, um, you, you could. You want the me amount to, I of can teach you how shit. I do it. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have anything to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I got lots to say. <clears throat> All right. Well, this I'll just sit here and listen to you talk about your guitars uh, for an hour every well, week. That's a, that'd be the untranslatable guitar corner. That's ah, a okay. That's a different. Uh, she so she she played a. Uh, uh, half Chinese, half Native Hawaiian descent, uh, and she's a white girl with blonde hair. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hollywood. And this was Little a pretty Hollywood. recent one. And I, I've uh, never seen that one. Who, who Jake Gyllenhaal and Prince of Persia. Oh yeah, yep. I, <laughs> I watched. Saw this movie. I watched like twenty this movie minutes was of dope, it. Bro, it, you you liked it? Dude, I watched listen. twenty minutes of it. It was terrible. I swear, to, I must have been. I must have been twelve when this movie came out. Okay. So like, I I wasn't. I was just. I was just watching it for action. I was just happy that I got to see violence at that mm. point. Get to see. I, I was. I was not like mm, the cl- the character development is not to my liking. Right. <laughs> I was yes. like, whoa, this dude just spun and sliced someone's head off. Right. Uh, so it yeah. is an action-packed movie, but I only watched like 20, 30 minutes of it. Jake Gyllenhaal is the Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. I, I don't. I, it's he's a so he's playing a Persian, you know, Iranian mm-hmm. actor. Um, this is have you, are, are there any movies when Ooh, you brought Tonto Johnny Depp playing Tonto? You've from, seen this before? Uh, I have. Yeah. What What's the name of that movie though? I forget. The, the Lone name Ranger. Right. Thank you. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, Tonto's a Native American, um, and Tonto is his sidekick from what I remember. I feel like Johnny Dre- Johnny Depp dresses like this sometimes in his personal life. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that can't he see, well, maybe I'll put a picture white, of our white makeup. You should. Uh, <laughs> the black lines. Um, he has exactly. a crow on his head. Yep. Or a well, raven maybe. Dress, yeah, think. it is yeah, a headdress. But yeah. but yeah, I so I could imagine him dressing like this in his personal time, right. speaking in his weird British accent that he speaks in. Yeah, he played Tonto. Mm-hmm. In uh, do you? Th- uh, I wonder if it's is it eh, I'm trying to think is it fair for me to say that these actors are 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 famous enough to now I know Johnny Depp he's a super rich person but he mm-hmm. also somehow still manages to live above his means have you heard of that yeah. like he has like 16 yachts and like 48 houses that he's never been to and like a really extensive I, I'm exaggerating these okay, numbers okay. but he has like an extensive wine collection mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't surprise and me. And so, even though he's a millionaire, I still think he might potentially be, be be living above his means somehow. But anyway, is it fair for me to say, Chad, that actor is like? Let me just look. I'm looking. Angelina Jolie, Anthony Hopkins, Emma Stone, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, 
Jennifer Connelly. Uh, is it fair to say that these actors have the ability to say no to this role and that they're just as complacent and you can't... And, and it, Or is it fair to say that they're just actors and it's not up to them and, and, they're, and, they're, and they're, this is their job like anyone else and they have to take, you know, and, and they're doing a job? Which camp would you be in? Uh, well, or neither. I mm, gave you two choices. There right. could be more than two choices. Uh, take the blue pill or the red pill, Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know your choice. <laughs> um, what I would say is, um, well, I would say it's. I can see it from both sides. Let me mm. let me put it that way. So I can I can see it where for them it is just a job, and and look, if you're Johnny Depp and you got eighteen yachts and forty eight houses and <laughs> and you know uh, extensive wine collection where your cheapest bottle is twelve thousand dollars, then you know for you you probably do need that role. You mm-hmm. know, so for you you are just looking at it as work. And I think for some of them, you know, like I as a kid I grew up watching uh, Lone Ranger here and there, um, and so. You know, I think it's it's a, you know, a lot of those superhero roles or, or other roles, you know, it could be an opportunity to, it could be just a good opportunity for you. So yeah. um, that's the one hand of the one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is um, if these actors or actresses aren't in the position where they need the money or they need the role, then I think why not allow, you know, or why not, why not, I, I would say why not take it one step further and they recommend somebody for the role. Y- yeah. You know, you know the, the I guess the, the the thing is for me is it never seems to go the other way. Like there's ne- you like you almost never see like some role that's historically like James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh people freak out at the idea of um of uh Idris Elba playing James Bond. You know who Where it's he- like he's it's like the it's like the only thing is that he's black cuz he's he's a classy British dude that looks sexy in a suit and can right. beat people up. He, and he it's like but, solid James but, Bond. but he's but he's black and it's like no that's not the character. You can't just break this fictional character's role. But then but you only see it but you never so you never really see it going like the black or some you know person of color takes on some historically white role. Right. And 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 that's just normal now. But there are plenty of examples of white people taking on these people of color roles mm-hmm. i think that is sort of like it's just like there's it's too bad clear hypocrisy shame. there yeah i should give you Absolutely. another example i'm sure you've seen this movie mm-hmm. batman begins mm-hmm. okay of course do you remember uh, liam neeson's is liam neeson's yeah, he's ra's al ghul ra's al ghul ra's al ghul in the comic book was of arab descent it makes sense based now on his name. yeah uh, yeah, and so um, you know, no one batted an eye at uh, Liam Neeson's playing Ra's al Ghul. Yet uh, Idris Elba gets considered for James Bond, and they're like, "How dare you break tradition for right. this also important role?" Yeah, it's it's definitely ridiculous, you know, and and very. You're right; it is a big hypocrisy. You know, who would be a really good James Bond, and and unfortunately now his name is has escaped my mind. He was the uh, the actor on. Um, uh, Moonlight. Uh, he was in uh, the Green Mile as well. Um, oh, Mahershala Ali. Thank you. I think he would also be a badass James yeah. Bond. Well, the thing is, Idris Elba is British, though. Oh, well, okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know what. Oh, yeah, I don't know right. what they are. All British. Now, like, it's I didn't a British. Re- yeah, thing. I didn't even think about. I don't know how yeah. good Mahershala. He'd have to do put on a fake British accent. I'm not saying he I, could or couldn't right. do it. He's an actor. I guess I was thinking but, of him using an American accent. I guess or but, mm, see, I can understand but, people getting mad at that. I guess so. That's true. <laughs> then you're breaking down the character too much. You're right. You're right. But but you're right. The the whole importance though, I think, of having this representation though, Jared, is that 
for for people to realize i know it may sound silly but for people to just realize that you know they they can also be that that person you know they i know it sounds silly obviously realistically no one's going to be a superhero or most likely going to be a james bond level spy where they have mm-hmm. you know what i mean that the average person that's not true but still to see your to see your yourself portrayed in a positive light is a good thing but i think it's not it's not even it, i think it is important for people to see themselves represented i do think that's important um but i also think it's important for people that are like that want to go into that field as a profession i feel like it is very discouraging for people to be like there's no roles for me in hollywood and even the roles that are, should be for me i'm an i'm an asian person you think i'd be perfect for this role as a uh half um uh, you know half half chinese half hawaiian person or whatever right um no but emma stone's gonna get it right uh and they're like they're just gonna pick the white person anyway the popular white person anyway so there's no spot for me in this industry i wonder i wonder how much and i don't know enough about the hollywood industry anyways but i wonder how much of that is like most other industries where it comes down to connections i'm not saying what they're doing is right i'm saying i wonder if you know like we talked about with the whole the the Mm. job side or giving up the job I think it's more right. money. I think it's more. Okay. I think it's more a belief that you know this is a business and we need the person that's going to get us the most views. I, I really right. think that's more what it comes down to. But I think that I think that's misguided. Right. I think like I, I like for example that was the thing with Black Panther and it ended up being like one of the a biggest uh, Marvel movies. And that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Actually, yeah, I like it. It's that's one of the few movie. one. Like I, I'm sort of I don't really care about Marvel movies. I've I've watched a few of the earlier ones. I'm not saying I have some problem with them or anything, but I'm generally not interested. Um, not a big superhero guy. I, I watched one of the recent ones, the one with the stones. Mm-hmm. I found it to be a waste of my time. Uh, I enjoyed some of the earlier ones. I don't even remember. I get confused by which Iron Man is which, which mm-hmm. Captain America is which. But anyway, I've seen some of them. Haven't seen some of them. And I, but I made a point to. Like, I saw Black Panther in the movie theater like the day after it came out. And um, uh, but I, more just because I felt like um, like I wanted to support. You know, like it was an event, mm-hmm. and I wanted to support it. But it's just like it, it, I, I feel like there is this mis- misguided idea of like um, you know we need it to sell, so we need these set people that we know are the popular mm-hmm. people. Also, I think a big part of it is that that's sort of the case in like a lot of these Marvel movies too. You know, they're huge in different countries, and I think there's some of that belief too, where it's like, well, we can't sell a uh, uh, a person of color like we can sell Tom Cruise or whatever. But I would, I would honestly, maybe, or Chadwick Boseman, I guess, right? Black Panther, right? I would disagree to some extent. Um, I do too, but I think you know, that's, yeah. I think people believe that, right? Yeah, and yeah. but I think it's also just because it's, it's such a like a, um, like like these these giant companies are so afraid to take any sort of risks, mm-hmm. where where they're just like they always just go with like these sort of safe business de- de- decisions. Yet then that that causes them to sort of remove the humanity from some of these positions some of these roles which is why you get roles being whitewashed and then the idea of roles being as i call it uh uh color washed i don't know i need to think of something better than that um you know people are up in arms all of Mm -hmm. a sudden right yeah it's um it's it's an interesting also this is racism too let's be honest uh, yeah of course or and 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 yeah And, and and i and and it's just like the oh you know what a big thing is the idea of like this virtue signaling mm-hmm. where it's like I, I think uh, the, I hate that term by the way 
Um, we're, cause I'm, Are we virtue signaling here, Jared? No, we we're not. Signalers? Why can't people just <laughs> believe that? Why does it always... Like, virtue signaling right. implies that that you're just doing it to sort of get some sort of attention. Right. Where it's like, I believe what I'm saying. I'm not mm. just saying this because I, I right, think this me is too. Like, the, uh, yeah. like the woke position that you're supposed to have. Right. And But I think... I think uh, obviously, companies do work. You know, companies there are, there is an aspect of that, I guess, because right. you are just sort of trying to make the right business decision. But it's like, but it's like, why can't these people believe that like um, that they're in the minority? You know, like like that. I feel like that that like um, there there is like they're not virtue signaling, signaling. They are just making a business decision, like they are with all all of the movies that that are cater to you right. they're just not making a business decision maybe with you as the primary customer in mind right and that really which is bothers also you for okay some reason. which should be okay you know you, I mean, yeah yeah but you know i don't get offended or bothered like there's one series i really like on uh, i think it's netflix it's called kim's convenience and it's about mm-hmm. a korean family in, in i believe the toronto area yeah um you know and and the i mean there are some white characters in the in the series too you know um but the majority of them are uh korean um or Asian, actually. I don't. I can't confirm actually if they're all Korean, actually. But either way, but the main family's Korean, I believe. Right. Right. And and you know, I really like that show. You know, I'm I'm a white dude. You know, but I like that show. And and so I think the whole the whole idea of having to market to to white people is I I right. don't know enough about and business to to say financially if that's a good or a bad idea. But like me as a white dude, I like watching other people's stories too. Sure. Like just, and I've watched a bunch of, I watched, you know, when I was a kid, I watched a bunch of sitcoms and cartoons that I, you know, were like white or whatever, you know, boy Mm -hmm. meets world, saved by the bell, all these sort of, you know, standard stuff that we watched. And like, I, I had no problem watching these, uh, situations that I couldn't relate to in the slightest and enjoying it. But, but the idea that it would go the other way and that, um, it's like, why is it preposterous that, the same, these same, you know, you, these same viewers could watch something, you know, that isn't directly related to them and and enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. why is that so so hard to believe? And 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 I didn't, and and then you can't have both. You know, you can't say, well, I can, because then you'd be like, okay, well, then I feel like you should be able to understand the idea of representation. Then, right. or it's like, oh no, I need it to be this. And I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. Well, there's one other aspect too that I really like about. Um, that you actually mentioned that I think we should dig a little bit deeper on is the idea of su- also supporting your community, mm. right? So, y- you know, you mentioned that, you know, when you went to go see the Black Panther movie when it first came out, yes. you know, it was an event, but also you were supporting, you know, the black community in a sense. I wanted it to mm-hmm. succeed because I knew, I know what social media is like, and mm-hmm. I knew that uh, that this movie would probably get clowned on some level mm. if it, it if it, it didn't, didn't do though, well. Did it? I'm saying if it didn't do right. well, it was a good it was good a good movie and it did well, so that wasn't a problem. Right. But I was like, I'm just gonna watch this anyway, even though I'm like, I probably wouldn't be the person to go to a packed movie theater to watch a Marvel movie. Right. Um, but that's the whole thing of representation, is I think yes. But it got a, me to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And and not only that, but I think there's a it's kind of cyclical. Right. So if you if you think about anything, whether it's a black owned business, a black owned movie any anything like that, you know, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's black. It could be any 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 race, ethnicity, whatever, what have you Mm -hmm. um, that you you know, I I specifically buy certain things because uh, we've talked about it before, especially with cars. You know, I buy certain things that are American Mm -hmm. that I want to support American people, American workers. Um, 
You know, like, uh, did you see the the viral video um, about the restaurant owner in Dallas? The twerk one? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I'm, dude, oh my God, I'm so glad. So you are kind of tapped in, you know, uh, to social media. That was, I mean, that, I that found was, out about that on YouTube. Okay, that so. was obviously huge on Black uh-huh. Twitter. Oh, I'll bet. I could. I when I saw that, I actually, I, I was going to ask you, and then I got sidetracked. But oh yes, I did see. <laughs> but see, once again, though, like there are the majority of the people at that restaurant were black, and they're there yeah. to support. And once again, it's all about representation. That dude was know? so hurt about his furniture, though. Was he? I think I think he was saying like yeah. Well, he was like I think I don't know what it was exactly. I think there was some of it about his furniture because I think maybe some people were actually standing on furniture, but like the way they he, were on the table, dude. That's furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like some. But there was like some. Uh, but this like you you could like hear the pain in his voice and just the way he went about it, even though. Like a you know, well, he I think he sort of had a, like he a legitimate money from it. gripe. Right, the way he went about it, and, and I was listening to another podcast talking about it, and it's like there were and people. Oh, I actually saw this, but like you know, people were clowning him in the reviews now, uh, really? like like in Yelp and whatnot and Google, and it's like and, and talking about how his pr- prices were, were you know were it was like why would we go anywhere? where the prices are are through the roof, and it's like he used to be the spot, right, and now that he acted like that. Uh, He's no longer the spot, and he lost the ability to have that, the, you know, the cool place tax. Right. And uh, and yeah, it, it was it was kind of p- painful to watch. I, really? I felt. I mean, it was hilarious. I I, I watched <laughs> it. I watched it, and here's my take on it. I, I just thought it was it was. I I I, I understood his pain, mm-hmm. but I I also I was like, this is not this is this this ain't it, bro. This ain't it. Well. Y- I don't know. I I actually support the dude. Okay. I mean, I support I su- what he's. I understand though. That's what I'm saying. Is well, I, I guess maybe you're right though. Didn't maybe he say? Didn't he like drop an f bomb and be like, off my- a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he did. And he was talking like sort of like talking d- down to I'm, him at some point. Yeah, but like I'm, you black people are like, well, like he he was hurt. He right. was hurt. <laughs> well, but I mean, put your you know put yourself in his shoes. He's trying to run. A, yes. You know, a classier establishment. And then I don't care what race you are. If you're on a table twerking, like imagine, <laughs> I mean, imagine if you're at a Chili's and you're on a table twerking. Like Chili's is not a classy establishment by any means. For it's sure. just rung of the mill. I understand it's know. hard to see as a business owner. Right. There's got to be a, a, yeah. Imagine going to Olive Garden and seeing somebody twerking on a table. But that's what Ima- I'm saying. You know what I, mean? I don't like, think there's anything wrong with him asking people to... Uh, Maybe, maybe just should he have like maybe taken that person aside? Maybe he or, shouldn't or have been table? the one to do it because he's the owner, right? Is he also like the manager of the but place? The, but then who who else does it? Well, like the, I mean, ma- the like manager? there's the manager, like that would be like yeah, I, I, if, maybe. If, if, if but maybe he doesn't have a manager. That's maybe, the, he could be know? the owner, like he could be the running owner the manager, place. Yeah, but if he's if he's just the owner and there is a manager, then I, I think he should have. Uh, it, it, obviously, this is hindsight. I understand he was angry, and I understand why. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it cool, if cooler he- heads prevailed, it would have been smart to send out someone that maybe wouldn't have been as emotional mm-hmm. about it because those aren't literally their ch- tables, <laughs> right? <laughs> that they're twerking on. Yeah, and I understand that. It's like this is a classy restaurant. I, 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 I understand it, but um, right. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he didn't go about it the best way. I will say though, that's a hard situation to be right. in. I mean, how are you supposed to tell people to stop twerking on a table with and them not right. get mad? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. 
I, I got Listen, nothing. I would. I would never twerk on the. Uh, right. Although I will say this, I have heard. Have you heard of trap brunch before? Mm-mm. Like it's it's just this thing where you they go twerk and you have brunch. I don't know if they. No, I don't know about Is the twerk. Is that where we've not. come to as a society? I've Jared? never been to, to trap brunch. I always thought it was just they play trap music and, and people brunch. sort of like have a good time at okay. their table. I never. Okay. I didn't know there was dancing involved dancing. as far as I knew, but. Um, it made me want to go to a to like a trap because that's what it was. First right. of all, this shouldn't be happening. Which, is, which is hilarious though too because I know how much you hate clubs. So I would love to. <laughs> but see... But this is brunch, so I'd just be right, sitting so down. I imagine at a table. I you... didn't realize that there was twerking happening. Right. I would. I would. Uh, I would, It's kind of. Like, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't bother me if it, if it wasn't right. happening at well, my if that's table. The environment too that you're in and you kind of know. Sure. You know, granted, once again, I don't own the place, right? And so I'm True. not, I'm not looking at people's heels scratch up my table and just be right. like, like if you were just coming to my house and stand on my table and start twerking, I, I probably would get mad, right? <laughs> get out of my house. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to be <clears throat> perusing social media more often to, to find a picture of you at trap <laughs> trap brunch, Jared twerking. Yeah, I'll I'll, oh, I, I'll take it. But, I'll take it. But yeah. The, you know, all jokes aside, I do I do think uh, getting back to our topic a little bit, I mm-hmm. do think the uh, great thing about having representation is that support. Yes. Uh, you know, I think that's a like I, I remember also you know on social media the whole uh, uh, there was a lot of really positive reviews about Luke Cage. You know, when that came out, I, what are your thoughts on? I Luke watched Cage? that too. I, I never watched television shows, and I watched right. that too. I thought it was a great series. I, I enjoyed really it. Liked it. It was pretty short, wasn't it? It was, I think, one or two seasons. I pro- I'll be honest with you. I probably would not have watched it past that. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, but yeah, I think that was another thing um, where it was like a almost like a Black Panther situation where it's like, oh, it looks interesting is one thing. I've seen a bunch of things that look interesting that I pay no attention to. Right. Sure. Um, but also it's like, oh, let me just support this and, and see what it's like. And I don't do it for everything. I'm not some sort of black savior of, of, of media. Like there's plenty of black stuff that I haven't watched. Although I did. Wa- I tell you this. I watched Boys in the Hood on Netflix the other day. I've never seen that. Bro, before. I, I don't think I've. I, I don't think I've seen it before, but I'll tell you this: that sh- it was powerful. That Is was it really powerful, okay. bro. Yeah, I was, I was, I had tears coming out of my face. Oh I, damn! My okay, TV, sc- uh, my, not my, my computer, computer screen. Yeah, I was, I was like, Did I was. You watch it with your this. partner? No, it was just me. It was just oh, nice. me. Probably for nice. the best. You know, okay. I, need to, I have a that's fair reputation. I need to uphold. That's fair. No, that's nothing, not healthy. Nothing. She would not find that <laughs> amusing at all. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I. But I think it's it's just this um, sort of false belief that that there's not a market there because if you just look at and it's like, and, but it's like, well, there's not a market there. Why are we just assuming that um, that this is only for people of cult like the also, like, like the race or nationality right. that you're that's the main character. That's right. such that's, a weird that's way to one that's one flaw for sure. The other flaw too is it seems like a lot of stuff now, like they're just making remakes of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, why don't y'all just hire some goddamn writers and write some <laughs> some new stuff? Like I want to hear some new stuff. There's some new and, stuff, but I hear what you're saying. Right. There's right. Uh, yeah. You gotta but you have to the thing is I'd say there is new stuff for sure, but then but you have to do you have to look for the new stuff more than like the um, like the stuff that really gets marketed heavy. Mostly is some sort of retread of something somehow. Right. Yeah. Somehow this has been done before mm-hmm. in some form is probably is what is getting marketed the most because 
they already know it'll work to an extent because like it was a huge Fantastic. television show yeah, or it was, like a, yeah. it was like a big you know book or it's like oh it we, we it, it worked <laughs> you know the ghostbusters was huge in the 80s and 90s so we could probably you know we're running off of nostalgia right um and so we know it'll work and it's exactly. like and it's and it's easier to do that than take a risk on like a brand new script that's just from scratch that's true. That's a good point. That's true. Uh, but, but I do like the the new stories, new you know. Yeah. An- another thing too that that I mentioned in the intro that we haven't really talked about that I briefly like to touch on. Um, another one is uh, music. I think music is mm. uh, music is a, a is a little bit different just because yeah. um, it's a little blurrier. Yeah, it is. It's well, it's blurrier. Number one because. Uh, Nowadays, it's obviously different because we have YouTube and, and all this stuff where you can see the artist, but but music in its purest form is an audio experience, mm-hmm. right? So so I think some some aspects of representation to some extent fall away because there's not the visual there, but then at the same time, there's other aspects of culture that remain. Yeah. Then you get into like, um, like the uh, appropriation aspect a mm-hmm. little bit. Like there's people like... Justin Timberlake, for example, you know, right. he, he sort of he's sort of someone that that is an example of someone that's like, you know, he became popular as a boy band group. And then he sort of like played in black culture mm-hmm. for a portion of his career. And then um, <laughs> people claim that once uh, the uh, Janet Jackson boob uh, exposure happened and he sort of lost favor with the black community a little bit because he didn't. You know, he didn't take a responsibility. Mm. He sort of was able to like back, you know, sort of fade out of of, of the uh, of of black of you know not rely on the, on you know black culture as much. Right. And and I, I think that is like a more like a at least to me like appropriation, you know, mm. and like because people also say that about like um well there's been talk about like uh what's that little short dancey sing guy that everyone loves Bruno Mars. Oh, people um. <laughs> People talk about how, like, uh, you know, like he, 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 his, his style is takes takes a lot from like black culture, but he openly, um, you know, it says that who who his inspirations are, and he says this is who I'm, you know, who I'm taking inspiration from, and I think that the thing about music is if you acknowledge and appreciate where it's coming from, it's a little different than than like. Then, like, I'm sure there are so many examples of, like, for example, Macklemore winning mm. a gram or a Grammy, where it's like anyone that actually knows anything about hip hop, or it's like, yeah, that like was, this dude, yeah, it's like the ridiculous. same year that Kendrick Lamar came out with uh, Damn or whatever album it was, yeah. that he, or To Pimp a Butterfly, I believe it was. Uh, no, I think he came out with uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, was but it that? that? Was still a great any album. album, any yeah, album, great <laughs> album of yeah. Kendrick's. It was, <laughs> it was, yeah, but yeah, and it's and it's just like. And, and it, it it just show and that I think is it, where it's just like it shows a disconnect between the industry right and what the people actually want. Well, you know what's interesting is um, I think when I think of especially music industries, I think a lot about music and obviously guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And so the interesting thing about that is um, some of there's some obviously very amazing black guitar players, um, also some really amazing Asian guitar players, um, and. But the thing is, is that like I feel like sometimes people put them into certain genres mm. automatically, right? Um, That's the same with movies too, though. Right. Like a black movie, just because most of the characters are black or right. something like that. But one thing that's interesting is is how how people respond. I think to 
in the in the metal community because there's a there's a group called Animals as Leaders. I think we might have even done a song of theirs on our song of the mm. pod. Um, and Tosin Abasi is their uh, lead guitar player, or or well, I don't know if he's their lead, but he does a lot of the writing for the group. Okay, and he and he's black, and and he was and I have seen. Uh, like guitar, like posts on Reddit before, or or on like other guitar forums, where people have, you know, uh, commented and, and their avatars were like, you know, it was a black person. They were saying, you know, I've always loved metal, but never thought I really belonged because it was, you know, it's a bunch of white dudes with like neck bearded white dudes, mm-hmm. basically with super long hair, and you know, what I mean, it's just like that's kind of how I feel about, I mean, Lewis Hamilton of Formula One. Right, he's the only he, he one or, of the greatest. Or Bubba in NASCAR too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the little part of me, I, I, I wanted to start watching NASCAR kind of because of him, because of Bubba. And I was, and and you know what got me into Formula One is a, a, a Netflix series, and it sort of made it easier to uh, like have someone you're a fan of and not a mm-hmm. fan of. And once I saw everyone getting on Bubba, I'm like, all right, well now I have someone to be a fan of, and and now that is my way into it. Now I never ended up watching it because I, I couldn't figure out a way to watch it. I could probably still look into it, but anyway. Uh, that's how I feel about Lewis Hamilton too. Where it's like, um, it's like sure sometimes it's like he's he's not like uh like he's not perfect or whatever. But like when I see just like the amount of criticism he gets on social media, it, just because he's uh, a black person and just because he uh you know voices his opinion on Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and you see all these people like just wanting to see him fail essentially, mm-hmm. and and it's just like and that's it makes also sad. It's so it's sad. very pathetic, and yeah. and you know like no matter what record he breaks, people will be like, he's never as good as Senna. He's never as good as Schumacher. Oh, he's not the same. It's just the car. He's not as good as these people. He'll never be as good as these people as he breaks all of their records. Um, uh, and it's just like and 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 that makes me want to be a fan of him even more because you know it is weird as a new fan of Formula One mm-hmm. to just be a fan of the person the best person in the in the league in the best car you know that sometimes it's kind of boring if you're just gonna be a fan of a new sport and you just go for the uh, the greatest sure but it's just like I, I get. I root for other people too, but it's like I just get so annoyed watching people just rooting for him to fail for seemingly no reason mm-hmm. that I'm like, I, I w- it makes me want to see him win. Like it makes me sort of, even though it's kind of boring sometimes, it still puts a smile on my face to see him win because I know how mad it makes people. But it's just like, yeah, this is what the greatest does. And right. like, there's nothing you can do about that except, you know, and be keyboard warriors. And it makes me want to see him succeed even more. Just yeah. watching people get mad at him, and he's like, especially since he's literally the only uh, black person. I mean, there's one other person of color that's half Thai. I think. Let me think. Yeah, there's one other person of color, and he's half Thai and half British. And um, but other than that, but he's not. But he's kind of like quiet. He's not. You know, he doesn't really. You know, speak his mind or speak his opinion. Really, he's younger. He hasn't been in the league forever. And so it's just like, yeah, I love this. I love that there's someone that makes these people mad. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's uh, added some fuel to the fire. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think I, I I bet you, I bet you that's why the sport loves them too. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet you. You know, sometimes when you when you see that you see like the on the Instagram Formula One or whatever will like post a picture of of Lewis Hamilton and like he'll have his mask on and his mask has Black Lives Matter on it and it's like I wonder if they like they have thousands of 
not tens of thousands of pictures just from that one weekend of him, I imagine, that they could use. Right. I wonder if they could if they specifically use the angle, because it's only Black Lives Matter on one side of it. Um, it's like, I wonder if they specifically use the angle that says Black Lives Matter, because they know that just seeing that just fumes people up in the comments. Right. And I was like, they must, and not that I even have a problem with it. If Are they're, they I, like, like I, shake, like. I love that they show it. I like, it doesn't bother me. Because like this is what awareness is, sure. But it's just like, but it's like I wonder. But you know, I I wonder if 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 um there there are ulterior motives in in the uh the, for the person behind the phone or behind the computer deciding which picture they're going to use, you know, from thousands that they could mm-hmm. choose of from any one day that of of right. him at the racetrack or whatever. Yeah, you got to be careful. There can always be ulterior motives, Jared. Yeah, that which for sure. I, which I doesn't even if the ulterior motive is to get people mad. I don't think that really bothers me, because I think I think it, it's I think it's good to to get that like to for people to see that. Oh, I guess this is kind of bleeding into our next episode a little bit. Like see, the echo chamber, be challenged a little media, bit, yeah, um, and and sort of challenge themselves a little bit and get angry. That's I, right. Tune in to our next episode for more yeah. on that. That's on that sure. note, do you want to talk about our song of the pod, let's, or do you have uh, anything else you want to say? You know, you're talking about music. I didn't want to cut and, you off. Well, no, and that's why I wanted to uh, I wanted to bridge that into our song of the pod, so that works out perfect. Um, we got some really good shit for all of you today um, <laughs> because the song is titled "Good Shit" by a uh, what would you call it, Jared? Like a British. Indian or Pakistani group? What would uh, it's Indian? I looked it up. Okay, and uh, yeah, it's like indie funk, funkish a little yep. bit. They have some like they're 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 from like the the um I believe they they're from like the uh can you turn it down just a little bit? Mm-hmm. I can't hear myself. I believe they're from like the early. Oh yeah, you're turning it down there. The early like um. 90s is when they started, mm-hmm. and they're still making music today. I have an album on my phone from this year, but they um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like a like a little bit of like a trippy vibe a little mm-hmm. bit, and it's a cool mix of like um, sort of like British indie indie rock mixed with um, electronic mm-hmm. a, a little bit, and then with like Indian uh, like traditional Indian instruments in there. Mm-hmm. Like you hear traditional Indian strings, not in this song specifically. I should right. not think in, about in it. Their catalog, but I've been listening though. to the whole album, yeah. so I'm ta- mm-hmm. yeah, I'm talking about more the band overall right. and their vibe. Sure, sure. But um, I'm sorry, we're listening. How, to how song, did man. you find out about this song again? I follow or, this. Or, yeah, I follow this, this guy group. on. Uh, yeah, it's a group. It's I believe it's um, it's a. Hey, let me just read a little bit of the of the Wikipedia. Okay, because I don't. I, this band is new to me too. This I just listened to this album for the first time on the way over here and this song was one of my favorites from very it. glad you did corner shop are a british indie rock band best known for their single brimful of asia which um i believe is this album oh no this is no. it's not this album um but anyway oh there's oh excuse me single there's a song on this album when i was born for the seventh time called uh, brimful of asia also very very pretty indian lady it looks like on the cover yeah. there originally released in 1997 so that's when they i guess obviously they got started before that but mm-hmm. and uh, in a remixed version topping the uk chart in 1998 the band was formed in 1991 by wolverhampton born uh jinder singh as the singer, songwriter, and guitarist, so I imagine mm-hmm. this guy we hear singing, songwriting, and guitaring. His brother Avtar Singh is the bassist and vocals, and then David Chambers is the drums, and Ben Aries is uh, the guitar, keyboard, and tambura. What's a tambura? 
Uh, it's an Indian drum, I believe. If I it's an Indian correctly. string instrument. That's oh, a tambura. Oh, tambura. Sorry. I was thinking of tablas. Okay. This mm-hmm. is a tambura. Yeah. Yep. Uh, didn't you and have one of those? I got a sitar. Oh, okay. A little different, but... But, um and so uh so yeah and so you definitely and so you get those indian like the indian vibes in there and then it's it it it's interesting because it does st- it, like it is also a very like um the, his voice and just sort of the the sound of some of the the rock melodies is very like um like 60s uh 60s yeah, british rock almost beatles ass yes rolling stones ass in some regards mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah it's it's upbeat it's got a good song it's it's kind of about just like Oh yeah, you positive. said there's something about the lyrics that you yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, the, the lyrics they're just they're just all about positive. I take my doctor into confidence. Two foots, uh, two foots racing on man-made blues. I feel the magic of the minimum dose. Checking out the ant, uh, the animal heads in the animal kingdom. I mean the the whole point I think is like no matter what, like there's good stuff in the world. There uh, is what I get from. Like the randomness from I, they're actually not you know I, this is the, my first listen through so I heard the lyrics but it's hard to really get the full context of songs on the first listen. There's another song that had a um, there oh, I'm trying to find it oh wrong album. There's another song on this album called um, Funky Days Are Back Again. Mm-hmm. That one also has a very positive vibe to it. Oh, Butter nice. the soul uh, coming up. Good to be back on the road. Oh, good to be on the road back home. Mm. A lot of positive. I never yeah. noticed. Positive. Oh, positive. Po- yeah, that's being of Lewis Hamilton. The level of positivity in this album. I'm gonna have to give this. A, a, I was gonna listen to the other album mm. that I have of theirs. I might have to give the same album a second listen on oh, the drive home. Oh, for sure. Let me tell you something, Jared. This actually is not the original title of the song. This what was is released it? as a special single. Good ships. Is the uh, oh really is the title they use and and that, so this is the remix version and the well it's like a single cut version yeah because uh, well, they said the, a remix version came out of the album uh, shortly after okay. ninety eight so then is this the original maybe in the other and good ships is the I don't know I don't know but, but don't either know. way that's kind of funny and then apparently this was also used in a Target commercial and they changed they just modified the lyrics for the target commercial to good stuff interesting kind of interesting well, you might so. want to stop it that's interesting um, but yeah but it's definitely it's got fantastic vibes to it it's yeah. they're an interesting group i really like their the lyricism mm-hmm. um, i li- yeah. i like the instrumentation a lot i mean i like the lyricism too but at least on the first drive over it seems very complex and as oh where i heard it where i learned about this song i learned about this song from a guy that i follow on instagram and he does this thing called the session where he breaks down. Um, he has like the master. I, I brought this up. He has the masters of songs and he'll oh, break yep, them down yep. and listen to each piece individually. Put certain pieces, you know, just two pieces, just the bass and the drum line together and everything else or whatever out or whatever. And he'll talk about how the song came to be and, and how. And he didn't actually he wasn't doing one of these songs, although it would be cool to hear him do one of these songs. But I think maybe one of the one of the. Uh, musicians was in another band or maybe he just for some reason he brought up how good th- this group is mm-hmm. and uh and, and he was talking he said it's highly recommended and so i was like oh, let me check this guy i was like I, you know he clearly he knows a thing or two about music as he breaks right. down these the instrumentation of these songs let me just see if, what this guy's talking about and i just downloaded it yesterday and, and i was like i'll listen to it on the drive over this morning it's and that's definitely what I did. a good group and i'm glad you found it so yeah sh- me too. shout out to you jared and Thank uh, you. also shout out to corner shop 
You betcha. Uh, which is for our American listeners out there, uh, if you aren't aware, Corner Shop is like a party store or a liquor store. Yeah. Somewhere they, I don't think they call it can... party store nationally. I think that might no, be a that's Michigan, a Michigan thing. thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Party store. I think we call it the liquor store. The liquor store. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Or the, yeah, and they, they have a different term for it in Canada. Or the convenience yeah. shop, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of long. Convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, check in it Louisiana, out. Corner Shop. Uh-huh. W- in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, they, they just call it the stoe. Going yep. to the stow. Yep, makes sense. I like that. <laughs> Three letters. That could be all the, you need. That could be good. like Albertsons, which is a proper grocery store, mm-hmm. or it could be like the gas station. Uh, it could be like, the liquor store. Yeah, it could yeah. be anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go get some stuff the at the stow. I like that. Yeah. So check that out. The corner shop on our song of the pod playlist. Uh, good shit, and it is definitely that. I would say the title lives yeah. up to the name. For I sure. agree. I agree for sure. Yeah. Well, Jared, I think a couple takeaways about uh, representation of different people in uh, pop culture. Uh, obviously, number one, it's just good. I it think matters. it's good to representation it matters. Matters for sure, and it's well. Number one, it's good to see different stories, learn from different perspectives. I think that's yes. a good caveat. Another that's a one, good point. I think. I think going into this, I was mostly looking at it as like, it's good for people of color to have that representation, which I, it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, of I hope course. your camera is working right. because mm-hmm. uh, this one has failed on so, me. So we'll far, see. we'll see. Um, um, it, it's good to see that representation, I, I would say. But also, I you know, it's good for the, the, the I guess, the white people to get these different stories. I guess I never of really course. looked at it from, yeah. from that angle that, that mm-hmm. they need to... It, they need to be exposed to different stories yeah. and, and cultures too. Well, and I think it just it just puts us all, not to sound like a crazy hippie right now, but it puts Good it shit. but it puts <laughs> us all all together a little bit more, it connects yes. us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, like if and it also gives us something to relate to one another with. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but yeah, um, and and you know, I mean, it, it's, it's it's true. It's I'm not saying this is the only way to do it or the best way, but it is. <clears throat> excuse me. I got something stuck in my throat. It is good to, uh, I guess so. There is oat milk in there, and I was at the bottom. It is. It it, it's good to. um, Just it it gives. It's a good way to get insights into other people's culture. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that's part of the reason. Part of the reason why I think black people have a much better understanding of, or not even just black people. People of color have a much better understanding of like quote unquote white culture mm-hmm. than vice versa. Probably because yeah. we've been so immersed and exposed in it, and mm-hmm. we can't avoid it. Right. And and I, once again, I think that's part of the reason. Once sure. again, I think slavery is part of it. Something to do with it too. But um, part of it is just that we don't have a choice but to like if if we want to watch more than a few things, we have you know we then we're going to be exposed to quote unquote white culture. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I just think that it, it, it shows in, in, in the fact that I, I think we have a much better understanding of, of white culture than vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody benefits from it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And the other the other important thing too is obviously support. You know, it's a good way to support different uh, communities, different groups, different you know, um, different ethnicities. Uh, you know, me, yes. co- me being a white person saying all these things. You know, so I think it's really good. You know, and I think I mean should, I like to support too. You right, know? right. I th- well, I think it's it's important we all you know do some supporting of various different people. So 
Uh, so let us know, though. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. No, Do you have ahead. anything else? Finish. So, close it up. So let us know uh, at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com what your thoughts are on uh, representation of uh, different people in pop culture. You can okay. slide into those DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Um, and uh, we have all sorts of uh, good retweets on there. I'm, a, I'm assuming I'm actually... By the way, you always say retweets. I tweet as well. I hate it when you say that because it's like he oh, never looks and he's just saying I'm just out here retweeting. I tweet true. as well. Jared is uh, bringing you the hot and spicy <laughs> tweets himself. I do retweet, but I do all the things that go along with Twitter on Twitter. I guess for me that's always been... See, that just goes to show you my lack of awareness on how to use Twitter oh, and what you do I'm with Twitter. I'm aware of your lack of awareness. For, for, for sure. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I could say whatever I want about Chad and he would never know. You, you probably could, yeah. You, you probably could. Well, good thing I trust you. Good thing you're a good co-host, Jared. Or, or, thing. Or, or at least I think you are. <laughs> but... Anyways, you could also find us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, and also check out our Song of the Pod playlist on YouTube. Uh, the song was Good Shit by The Corner Shop. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. say dude i'm definitely impressed i was able to get that russian untranslatable when you yeah. first sent it to me i was like oh nope that's not gonna happen uh you i, I mean, surprised myself i don't know I can't, I can't speak for your for your uh, pronunciation but as far as you got it right i mean you got everything perfect i was i was like i was like oh my gosh i was like is he cheating this is exactly what it says yeah, i actually googled it real quick <laughs> I've been faking not knowing how to use technology this entire time, Jared. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I could imagine you have struggles Googling. I it's difficult, that. dude. You know, when you had to live in China and had to use Bing for Do you half know a about, year, uh, about your Google I skills. That actually works. Do you know about Boolean searches? What's that? Boolean searches. I didn't even realize there was a... What does that even mean? Oh, wow. That's the charging point. Oh, cool. So... I can charge, charge and still, and yeah, so now I can still, I did not know that was there. Well, good thing I bought two new ones today. Uh, <laughs> Boolean searching is, is like the, is sort of like how you can sort of game the system in searching. So it's like, you know, a, where you put quotes around words or like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I've like a strategic, before, like a, in grad school, a hyphen meme something. Yeah. Okay. And you could sort of get way more specific with your searches right. if you actually know like what the different punctuation has yeah. like a, a meaning. But I don't know it, but right. I've heard of it. Yeah, we, we had to do that a little bit in grad school for some research stuff. Yeah, I, I, I've had a little bit of talk about it.